new episode, new location. That's good what it's getting to at this point. Yep. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, let's list all the locations that we've podcasted. Your room. My room at, at your, Blue Door. Yeah. <laughs> then your room at your new house. Yep. And then my your house. Living room. My living room. The, the Russell. Yeah, the podcast studio. The place here. we interviewed Haley in North Carolina. Yeah, we did a podcast Keely's. studio. Keely's. <laughs> Keely's parents' house. Keely's basement. <laughs> um, and then New Orleans wasn't a podcast, but it was a yeah, blog. So blog. we'll count it. Mm-hmm. So many places. Yes. So we are now in a new location. It is at my apartment, my new apartment. They have a little like music studio room. Um, I don't know why they didn't make it a podcast studio room, but I guess music wins here in Nashville. Yeah, so music city, <laughs> whatever. Um, About to be podcast city. Yeah. So we are almost done with getting all of our equipment. Yes. I just need the it's arm. It's an investment, guys. I just need the arm that Sophie has. I know. It's actually sickening. Yeah. Sickening. It's so expensive. Um, Like, literally, I think the budget that I spent on the podcast I'm doing with my company was, like, $6,000. And, like... And you had the funds behind you rather than just taking it out of your own pocket. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, if you want to start a podcast, just make sure you have at least like five to ten k, and you'll be good. Yeah. One day it'll be. We have a new brand that we would like to talk about today. It's called Accelerator Active Energy. I'm sure you've heard of it because it's um, a big brand that Travis Kelsey is behind and Livy Dunn. And so I went to college with Livy Dunn. Uh, she was a f- freshman when I was a senior. Um, so we like had some of the same friends because I had a few friends on the gymnastics team. So they sent me this PR package, right? And they sent me like some energy drinks. Let me just open this for you guys. Hello, Livy. Good to see you. <laughs> I was like, no way. It's Liv. Um, so, yeah, Accelerator sent us this beautiful package of all of their energy drinks. Aren't they so beautiful and colorful? And Mary loves a good energy drink. Yeah. So, so Sophie's, she's really going to give you the scoop yeah, on it. So Sophie's not like a big energy drink girly, right? Right. Your coffee. Yeah, I'm such a coffee girl. Have you ever, I mean, I'm assuming you've had an energy drink before or have you not? Oh yeah, this is so bad. I used to drink them like when I would go straight from school to like a game when I was younger, like my mom would like get me Red Bulls to drink before, Mm. which I now know is terrible for you. Mine, Mine was the, um, the white monster. That was like my signature. I would before we would do like qualifying. So for golf, like you have a team of like eight to 10 girls in college and only five to six play. Um, and so we would do qualifying rounds and before qualifying, I would like leave from, from class and I would stop at the gas station and get a monster before qualifying. Cause I just like wanted to hype myself up and playing golf. I don't know if that was the best decision, but I love energy drinks. Um, it was a long day at work. As I've mentioned before, I work a nine to five. So a lot of the time, literally all the time, 
that we record is normally after a work day. And today I was like, I'm super tired. We're doing this ad for Accelerator today because I've been wanting to try the Rocket Pop. She's so cute. And apparently, according to Livy, it's the best one. So we're going to try it really quick. I brought my wine glass of ice. <laughs> because I know she brought it out. I was like, are you about to break open a glass of wine right now? Like, what's about to happen? She's like, no. Because everything tastes better in a wine glass. So here we go. Okay. Oh, she's clear. Taste test. Let's go. You always got to smell it. Swirl. <laughs> like it's a glass of wine. Oh, my God. Is it good? So I feel like good. you don't have a lot to compare it to, but. So they sent me a whole box of the peach one, which I really liked. But this oh, one, yeah. this one beats it by far. Yeah, I like that one a lot, too. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it is good. It's it's literally like a popsicle. I like it. This would be dangerous for me because I would get addicted. Accelerator Active Energy Drinks are a plant-based and zero-sugar energy drink that promises to improve metabolism, enhance focus, and give you sustained energy. They're sold everywhere, including Walmart and Amazon, and they taste so amazing. Like I just said, go grab your Accelerator Energy Drink today. That's good. I'm going to be sipping on this the whole episode. Yeah, Amazing. that was good. Accelerator energy. All right. I first off want to start the pod by asking, how is therapy going? Oh, I love it. I went today, actually. I went this morning. Okay. I love my therapist. That's so good. Yeah, she's That's so important. Best. Yeah. She's great. I feel like she just kind of like validates me and help me like talk through what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. I don't know. She's great. And I'm really glad I found someone that I like and vibe with because I was traumatized by therapist before. How many times have you gone? Mm, I think today was my fifth session. Mm. Yeah. So we're being consistent. Yeah, we're being consistent. It was the first two or three weeks. It was every week. And now it's going like every two weeks. See, I can't afford every week. Yeah. (laughs) So... It's it's gonna be every other week or every three weeks probably. Um, but so is it what you expected? Um, yeah, I would say so. Like, I don't know. It's kind of like if I come in and I have something specific to talk to her about, that's what we're gonna talk about. But some things come up that you wouldn't expect. So, like for instance, I did this big timeline. She was like, I know like this sounds so weird, but like I'm gonna give you a couple minutes. I just want you to do a timeline from like when you were born until now. And it's like what you put on this timeline shows like what was super significant to you. Like your core memories. Yeah, your core memories in your <gasps> That's life. That's so cool. I kind of want to do that. Yeah. And then she had me go through and do like a line of my highs and my lows. Wow. So, I like this girl. Yeah. So for instance, like um, I, you know, my little issues I've been having this year, we won't be specific. Um, 
I made like a small bump for them. Mm -hmm. But then I went back and looked at like past trauma and it kind of just showed like how big of a bump they were compared to this small bump. And it just goes to show like, this is so small, you'll get over it. Like it's not going to be that significant. So I feel like that's such like a good activity to kind of like give you like a zoomed out glimpse of everything. Because like we've said a million times, I feel like on this podcast is like when you're going through something, it always feels so significant and like it's the most important thing that's happening. Right. To you right exactly. Now. Like and when I so like didn't small. make a tournament, I like thought my world was ending, and like now I like don't even think about it. Yeah. No. Same. Right. Exactly. And there was another thing. She like would point to like areas in my life where I was really low, and she would be like, "Where do you feel this in your body?" Mm. And I was like, "My, oh God. my gosh, it was crazy." I decided on a therapist today. Oh, you did? Did you find one? Yeah. So I did psychology today. Yeah. Like you. Um, like you suggested, and I found a girl. So I'm excited. I'm I start excited too. Wednesday morning. I've so backstory. I've been in and out of therapy f- since I was 16. I'm a huge advocate for it. Um, I've always been open to it though. Like even when I was a kid, like everyone's like, oh, I don't need therapy. Like I was never like that. I was like, no, I need. I like to talk about my issues, and I don't like burdening people. So it's so nice to have a therapist yeah. because it doesn't That's matter. That's what they're there for. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I. But something that is like really difficult is finding the right one. Right. And so. Um, I have had, let's see how many therapists I've had. I've had a, I've had six therapists. Oh, wow. Over eight years. I've only ever tried three. So, but that's still a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, like, three. so, and that's the thing that people, like, have to understand. It's like, you're not gonna click with everybody. And right. my last therapist, she was so kind and, like, loved her, but, like, she wasn't, she was older and so she didn't I didn't feel comfortable talking to her about some things. Yeah. And so now I have a girl that's seemingly in her 20s, mm-hmm. later 20s, and so I'm like, okay, like I can literally talk like she's my friend. Yeah. So that's why um, I feel with my therapist yeah, too. I'm I like I great. would love to hang out with her. Yeah. And my boyfriend was like, why don't you just like ask her to get a glass of wine? I was like, that's just not how it works. Like, this is her job. And he was like, no, she'd probably want to be your friend too. And I'm like, yeah, but like, that's just not how it works. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. But, um, but you can always like, it's cool because you can always like text them and like give them updates about your life, but you wouldn't necessarily go to dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) So I feel like, over the past well ever I mean since college for me and in college for you there's like a lot of like ups and downs with friendships oh and I feel like we're at two different phases of life so it's kind of cool to have like both perspectives yeah definitely um because like I got out of college like fully expecting that like everyone was just going to be an adult and act like an adult and like girls do not get any better Mm -mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) sorry Sophie to let you know that yeah I've just learned to have to be I have to be more picky about who I let in my close inner circle Mm -hmm. because I'm just like oh a nice girl like yeah I'll be friends with you and it's so hard to tell sometimes like you don't really know like sometimes it takes a while for someone to show their true colors yeah I agree and I thought I was good at reading people Mm, I, I feel like I've been humbled this year I don't know, but every friend of mine that, like, (laughs) 
I'm terrible at reading people. So <laughs> every friend of mine that like Jack has not really liked that much. Mm-hmm. It like yeah, something's happened with them. So. It's kind of does crazy. he like me? Yeah, yeah. I know you wouldn't tell me if he didn't. So well, I wouldn't be saying this if he didn't. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But, like, he's only – y'all only really been around each other once. But, like, yeah, he liked you. But he loves my best friend Preston. He loves Megan. But well, we can bleep this part out. But he did not, like, mm. and he did not like at all. Well, And we got in a fight about it. Like, bad. I was, oh, like, When y'all were still friends. Yeah, I was, like, screw you. Like, those are my girls. Like, don't talk bad about them. Like, don't say that to me. And then I was, like, no. I've been oh, humble. Right. Sorry, yeah. babe. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, yeah. So what I've been, you know, contemplating is I feel like when like friendships end, I never really like think about how to go about it, and like I feel yeah. like the like rule of thumb is to just like wean off and like. Stop hanging but out. But some as people much. can't handle that. I had a friendship where I tried to wean off and it literally went what happened? to shit. It just was like we were slowly, gradually um growing apart. And she'd always said like her biggest fear was us not being friends. And I feel like she could sense mm. that I was kind of like pulling away and like putting some distance in between us. And she just blew it up, like literally created drama out of nothing and like... Because you were trying to distance yourself. Yeah. See, but do you think that it would have gone better if you would have just been like, hey, like I don't think no, because that it's going to work we, being close? We had had these conversations probably like twice before in the last year. Like what? Like that um, y'all aren't like compatible as friends or... Yeah, she had just kind of said, like, there were certain things, like, she would always, like, find something that I did that bothered her, and then she would basically be like, we need to talk about it, and her version of us talking about it was her just, like, railing me and, like, telling me, like, what a bad friend I was, and yada, 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 and I'm sitting here thinking, like, this is actually insane. It was, like, pro-gaslighter tactics like she would make me think I did something wrong so is this the reason you didn't want to be her friend anymore or was there like were there other reasons other than like y'all getting in a conversation and her being an asshole we had had there was a lot of different reasons I didn't really want to be her friend anymore and it's like but we had been friends so long so it was hard. Like I said in the last yeah. episode, it's it, with relationships, yeah. friendships. It's like, cut them off. It was cut like a weird kind of like possessive over me, like didn't really want anyone closer to me than her. And then when I would have like a boy in my life, like, you know, there's a certain sense where it's like your best friend is like being that person that's like, oh, he's not good enough for you. But it was like, she would literally meet someone once and, like, rip them to shreds. And she would tell me, like, oh, like, I'm so scared for you to get a boyfriend one day because, like, we're not going to hang out as much. Like, would say stuff to me like that. And I just was, like, red flag, red flag, red flag, yeah, red flag, red yeah. flag. And 
all of this stuff just kept going on for so long. Like there were so many different things. I can literally feel myself getting red. I know. I was like, I feel it's, bad for bringing this up yeah, because you have your stress rash. Stress rash is out. But yeah. And you already went to therapy like, today. That's my bad. <laughs> it literally felt like a toxic boyfriend. Yeah. And having a best friend shouldn't feel like a toxic boyfriend. Like it's gonna get clipped I was like we're not dating like you were just supposed to be like my emotional support and put me in my place when it's needed but like it just was yeah but also only when I ask like don't just put me in my place like out of just like randomly like like you don't need to give your friends your input yeah unless they like ask for it I'll give this example we had a falling out like before our friendship falling out I'm at work She's, I'm at Lulu. She's blowing up my phone, like calling me, texting me. It is so bad. I have to step in the break room and be like, I'm at work. I don't want to talk about this right now. Please leave me alone and give me time to process everything that just happened. I get off of Lulu. My mom is calling me and she goes, she called your mom. Oh no, girl. Just wait. Oh no. I'm sitting in the car. At work, after Lulu, after a long day, my mom's calling me. I'm like, okay, like, I'm going to answer my mom, like, whatever. I answer her, and she's like, hey, are you and Blank in an argument? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, yeah, like, how do you know? And she was like, well, her mom actually called me. Oh, my God. And said that, like, yeah. and Like, you're in, like, you're you're six years old. No, I'm like, I'm literally 21 years old. Like, why are we acting like we're middle schoolers right now? And her mom just basically, like, said some, like, I won't, like, say anything personal, but just was, like, she's going to be in a really bad place if Sophie isn't her friend anymore. Mm. And it's, like, Mm. manipulating me into being your friend. Like, what does that say about you if you're so reliant on one person? And, like, it just was terrible. Like, it was awful for me. And, like, I have quite literally besides a couple instances, had no drama in my life since she has exited the picture. So. Yeah, no. It's, nothing good ever came there's from There's just it. so many people that, like, they can't take it like that. Yeah. And so it's, like, the question is, like, what is the best way to go about breaking up a friendship? Like, is there one? Yeah. Because it's, like, it's so weird because it's, like, if you ever get to that point where – you you know you're like okay I don't want to be friends with this person anymore but you don't want it to be this thing where it's like you see each other in public and you like cannot say hi to them like you yeah. don't want it to get that's to that point exactly what I didn't want it to be and that's and now exactly it is. what yeah. she made it and so like, it's like you don't want to get to that point where if you like run into this person it's like y'all had like a knockdown drag out argument and you hate each other and you fo- unfollow each other like it's just nice to have those just like, okay, we we grew apart. When we see each other, we catch up and ask yeah. how each other is. Yeah. Like Enjoy most the of, memories, respect yeah. you as a person. Yeah. I want it to be this like very peaceful, like go our separate ways. But it's like you can't do that with friends because yeah. then it's like, okay, well, if you tell me you don't want to be your friend, like my friend it's anymore, like, then it means you hate me. It's like, no, it's not. But like it's like impossible to have that conversation yeah. without it becoming a thing. It's not like a boyfriend where you can just be like, hey, like, sorry, don't want to date you anymore. Like I'm not into this. Like, with a friend, it's like, hey, 
I don't think our personalities mesh, <laughs> or I don't think you're the best but person. Like, so why, bye. But like, why can't it? Like, I just wish that could yeah. be a thing. It needs to be normalized. Like, why can't it just be like, oh, we don't? But it's like I feel like that does happen when you when you. Say, like, there's a few girls that, like, when I moved here, I, like, hung out with them, and I'm like, yeah. okay, this isn't, like, my girl. Like, she's cool. We're going to follow yeah. each other on Instagram forever, and yeah. then we're just going to say hi when we go out, and that's it. Like, yeah. I have so many people that I've met here that are like that. Yeah, I agree. But we didn't click instant fire, like, let's hang yeah. out every weekend. Right. And that's fine. But it's more the ones that are, like, it's, like, not mutual, and it's, like, one girl, yeah. like, really, really, really wants to be your friend, and you're, like, I get bad vibes from you. I'm sorry. Yeah. And it's like, how do you, you can't, uh, you can't you say can that. Like, you can't be like, I get bad vibes yeah. from you. So, um, I guess there's no answer. I'm still recovering from my stress rush, guys. I'm sorry. That's it's okay. my fault. It's okay. That's why I'm in therapy. I'm going to well, learn yeah. some tactics, hopefully. Yeah. So, that's the other thing. I've, like, noticed it a lot more. I mean, I feel like the drama is, like, an obvious thing where it's like, okay, I'm turning 25. Also, sickening. I'm turning 25 in less than a month. That's okay. Ew. Um, but like I really like I, I'm really valuing my peace and quiet these days. Yeah. No. Felt. I've just kind of learned like, I don't know. I always I feel like when I was younger more, I had to be like surrounded by lots of people and like be super social and be going here and here and here. And I am super social still, but like I've learned to pour more into the friendships that are going to be my friendships for life mm. rather than just like entertaining a bunch of people, you know, yeah. like I'm good with five dimes versus a hundred pennies. So cute. Yeah. Are you um, the type of person that would like, um, like if something happens, like you're going to confront them or does it depend on the situation? Um, I feel like it depends on the situation. Like, if, would you consider yourself confrontational or no? I feel like I'm becoming less as I get older. Like I used to be super confrontational and now I'm just like there's certain things that are not worth it. I feel like if it's worth it to me, like if it means a lot to me, then it's worth confronting. Yeah. But if it doesn't, it's not. So if you're if like, like there's literally no point in yeah, you saying anything. Yeah. If there's right like now. a little tiff with someone and I'm like or like if someone says something snarky to me or like is rude to me or mean to me and like there's literally no reason, I'm just like screw them that's your own damn problem like yeah. I don't feel the need to talk to you about it but if it's someone I'm like close with and it's like random I'm like yeah, yeah what's, let's, your deal? what's your deal let's talk about it yeah but for sure but I'm more like I need time to process this is something at the beginning of my relationship that we worked on a lot like I am a I need time to process my emotions before I talk about it mm. or is like Jack is more like, let's talk about it right now. Let's get to the bottom of it. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm thinking that's or feeling or why I'm thinking it. That's exactly how Tanner is. He's I just wonder like, if it's just because we're similar or I wonder if it's like a male-female thing. Um, No, because I will say in my last relationship, I feel like I was always ready to talk about it before he was. Um, So I don't think so. Okay, but. Fair. I also think it's like a getting older thing too and like a maturing yeah. thing like in relationships like I've had so many like fights that shouldn't have been just because yeah. like I didn't take the time to process like what I even was mad about or wanted to yeah. say yeah so I think it is always good and like even friends that like 
want to have conversations about things I'm just like I need like a day or two because like I don't know exactly like what I want to talk about in this conversation yet so yeah that was a problem I had early on in the year where I had been in an argument with someone and they barged in my room the next day and we're like let's talk and I was like I'm not ready to talk about it. And they just sat there. And they there. got pissed at you? Yeah. yeah and they, got, like, they just sat there and were like, no, let's talk about it right now. And I was like, I'm not ready. And then they were trying to talk to me and I just went silent. And they were like, you're so childish. And I'm just like, I, you're in my bedroom. You won't leave my bedroom. And <laughs> like, I told whoa. you I'm not ready to talk about it. Like, you're being childish. Leave. God. Ugh. I'm so close to being done with this. <laughs> You're so I, close. Yeah, I'm so close just to being done with there. this chapter. You got it. I keep trying to be like filtered, and I'm, but I'm just like, it doesn't fucking matter. It's my podcast. They don't listen to it anyways. So oh, like, that's so, yeah, that's so true. Yeah, like they're never going to hear this. Like, <laughs> sorry, like you've been shitty to me. Move on. I won't live with you next year. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just clip that entire thing and they're gonna listen to the whole episode. The real it's not all of them. There are a few that are nice, but Yeah. Shit happens. Yeah. Drama. <laughs> we love it. We hate it. It's why I'm in therapy right now, actually. <laughs> like I'm in therapy because of yeah. No, I Dude, literally there is nothing worse than having a therapy session weekly or bi-weekly and like it's only taken up by one topic like Mm -hmm. that is like so annoying there's so many other things that are happening in your life and I remember there was like my last therapist like I would go in and I would just always talk about the same thing and it would take up 45 minutes of the hour and I'm like I leave and I'm pissed I'm pissed every time I leave I'm like I didn't even get to talk about like my boyfriend or anything because like the the bullshit that's going on that should not be happening because people are immature and stupid this is one of them was literally used to tell me all the time I'm in therapy to be like you you're so healthy you're so nice yada 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 and now I'm like well I'm in therapy because of you so thank you (laughs) thank you for putting your problems and unhappiness onto me so life is crazy um I just wanted to provide a little update about my work life Um, because obviously I have known nothing but being able to work from home. Um, I was hybrid, so I did go into the office for my last job, but like I have known nothing but like being able to have those days and the ability to work from home. And I didn't realize like how much stuff you can get done when you work from home. Yeah. Like, you can do a little laundry, you can clean the house, you can make your meals. Like, there's so many things. And it's like, I knew that, but then now that I start, I've started a fully in-office job. And, like, the thing is, like, having a job that you love, in my opinion, far outweighs having a, a job with a little more freedom. Um, that's just, like, my personal opinion. But... I now know why people wake up at 5 a.m. Yeah. (laughs) I understand the 5 a.m. club. I get why people are morning people because ever since I've I've been in the corporate world, I would roll out of bed right before work. Every now and then I would have a workout class that I would do before work, but not often because on the days I could work from home, I could just go during work. 
Like, yeah. It's fine if you work out for an hour while you're, you know, answering yeah. a few emails. It's not a big deal. And so now I'm like, okay, I get to work no later than nine and I leave no earlier than like 4.30. So it's like there's so much of the day that is eaten and like when I get home, I'm so tired because like you have to talk to people. Like you can't like hibernate like yeah. you can when you're <laughs> working from home. Like there were days where I did a full work day in front of my bed. And so now it's like, okay, I get dressed. I walk to work, which I love. Yeah, that's And nice. I like have to, you know, communicate with people, like including our CEO. Like everyone works in our office. Um, so... I get home and I'm like, okay, I want to do nothing but watch Love is Blind and go to bed. And I haven't worked out in a month. <laughs> I went to Barry's last night. Have you been to Barry's? I haven't, but I think it would freak my body out until I get everything figured out. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. think you should do yeah, it. Yeah, I think I, would, <laughs> I think I would have hives and be like throwing up in the corner. <laughs> no, yeah. No, you shouldn't. Yeah. I ran two miles in a Barry's class yesterday. Yeah, I wish. And my legs are in pain. <laughs> I've been back on my fun. Pilates grind, but I was the same way. When I first started my internship, I had not worked out in months. Well, it's so hard. I just feel like my schedule, it's just like, where do I fit anything in? And also, like, I'm trying to take care of myself and, like, my mental health. And so I know that I need sleep. I'm trying not to, like, run ragged and, like, you know, I'm honestly really like soaking up this time where we don't have a lot of shifts at Lulu. Yeah, no, same. And it's like, I get like, I get people need shifts, but I'm very grateful that like I'm getting, we're, we have like, we're overstaffed at Lulu right now. So everyone's getting like one shift a week if you're part-time. And for us right now, that is great. For me, I'm like, okay, I need this so bad because like, I can't imagine like doing my normal, like three shifts a week. Like it would be a lot. Yeah. So I think I've decided I'm going to become a morning person. Yeah. Because (laughs) after a lot of thought and consideration, consideration, I am very blessed to announce I've committed to being a morning person. So catch me making my five to nine before my nine to five TikToks. (laughs) So this is where me and Mary kind of differ a little bit, which I think it's great. What? In our partnership that we're opposite in this. But Mary is a figured out as she goes and I am a have an hourly schedule yeah I raw dog my (laughs) schedule so hard like I and you know the problem is okay so I'm trying to be a morning person so the past couple mornings I've set my alarm for 6 and 6 30 so I like I so my body I haven't woken up at those (laughs) times though slow your roll slow your roll (laughs) I love the confidence in me but no so the problem is so I'm like setting these alarms and I'm like okay the hope is to get up at 6 a.m but I don't have like anything I'm getting up for like there's nothing on my schedule that I'm like okay I need to wake up to do this this and this so I've slept until 8 (laughs) a.m I have this app called google calendar (laughs) <laughs> where I color code everything and put every single thing she in my life me, in like, there. She screenshots of her calendar and I'm just like, I think the thing is like, I'm like, I feel like I would feel worse if I like had them on my calendar and didn't get them done. 
Yeah, but for me, it's like there's no option not to get it done. I go to class, my internship, my workout class. If I don't show up to my workout class, I'm getting charged. So my ass see, is going. I, see, I wish I had that. That's what my friend yeah. Macy, she wakes up at 5 a.m. and does uh, her Pilates at 6. Yeah. And I think – and um, she's like, if I don't go, I get charged $17. So I go. I'm like, yeah. oh, I need a place like that. She's like, your place doesn't do that? I'm like, no. Yeah, no. Um, It's a blessing and a so curse. So do you put like – clean laundry on your on your calendar you don't do all that or no do I don't put like tasks on there it's like okay. things I have to be at so it started out with my physical agenda because when I got diagnosed with my pituitary tumor I went through a few months where I was having severe brain fog so like just to get through my day-to-day I literally had to carry around this agenda to like know what I had to do mm. but then it got to the point where I was like people would be like what are you doing this day or can we do or like can we record this day and I'm like I don't know. I don't have my agenda. I'll get back to you. Mm. And so I was like, this would be so much easier to have on my phone. So oh, so you like literally could not remember what your schedule was. Yeah. No. Like I literally would have to like go through and like make it the day before and like put it in my notes app. Like I literally didn't know like what I was doing, mm. where I was going. I think that's a little bit to do with my ADD, but yeah, probably now it's like, it's so nice. I'm like, okay, tomorrow I have this, 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 and this we're chilling. I have this from this time, this to this time. And also when someone like asks me to do something or if I have time to be here, I, if I'm close with them, I can be like, well, here's a picture of my day. <laughs> Preston was like, when can you hang out in the next three days? And I was like, <laughs> um, I'm going to send you a picture of my next three days. And then wherever you and can work yourself I'll, in. I'll fit you in. I'll fit you in. <laughs> wherever you can work yourself in, that's where we can hang out. <laughs> See, I like had really high hopes and I bought like this beautiful planner and it said 2024 on it. And I've used it for like maybe two weeks out of this year. You should let me organize you. I think we talked about this. You should let me organize your closet. Yeah. Hi, guys. Um, I'm editing this week's episode. Um, This little mic that I'm talking into, my boyfriend got at a Mardi Gras parade. And he was like, this would be perfect for your podcast. Um, It's so cute. I'm obsessed with it. Um, But... I wasn't going to do cleats commentary on this episode because there wasn't anything sports news wise that really stood out to me before we recorded. But since we've recorded, I have um, seen a few things that I wanted to address for cleats commentary. So welcome back to cleats commentary. Um, This is a new segment that I wanted to start to kind of talk about some sports news and things that are going on in the sports world, um, whether it's um, something that's going on with relationships in sports or um, just like different announcements that have happened, people retiring, people getting injured, um, just anything that's relevant that might be interesting. The NCAA changed the double hitting rule in volleyball. Um, So I obviously don't know a ton about volleyball but I kind of got in a little bit of a rabbit hole going through it because there are a lot of volleyball like collegiate volleyball players that are not very happy with this rule so I'm going to kind of go through and address um just kind of like a little bit of what it means. If you don't haven't haven't heard about the rule, I'll kind of explain it a little bit. So this is straight from the NCAA. 
double contacts approved in women's volleyball. The NCAA playing rules oversight panel approved allowing women's volleyball players to contact the ball more than once with any part of the body in a single attempt on a team's second contact when the ball is played to a teammate. So this is basically um, addressing what you do when you set the ball. (laughs) Um, So a lot of people that I've seen that are pissed about this rule are setters. And there's like this, the trending sound going around right now that's like, um, all that work and what did it get me? Why did I do it? And it literally applies so perfectly to the setters because they are just saying they were like, I literally did all this work to be a good setter, to get recruited to be a setter. And like, like specifically because it is like a very specific part of the game and the NCAA just like completely changed it to where you are allowed to um, basically prior, you couldn't hit the ball twice, even by accident. So as you can imagine, this like completely changes the technique of being able to set. Um, and I'm sure coaching is going to change a lot from this as well. So here's, so here's some of the girlies that are not loving it. Ooh, okay. Let's talk about this new NCAA rule that says that setters can legally double on their set. I loathe this rule with all my heart. And here's why. Because these setters have worked all their life to get these perfect, just beautiful golden nuggets of a set. And now pretty much the NCAA is coming in like, hey, yeah, you worked so hard. Great job. Get shit on. It was for nothing. You had no reason to do that. Like, that's just, come on. Like, that's just such a slap in the face. I think that that's crazy. And I think that in indoor, they're already lenient enough on the sets. I play beach, so, you know, you can't have the ball spin once. But in indoor, they're already lenient enough on the on the setting. Like, uh, you see a ball spin a few times, and it just depends on the ref, but it normally doesn't get called. So now you can just, like, with the ball, and it won't get called. And I think that's going to be insane, and I just think that's a dumb rule. That's all I got to say. So the girlies are not very happy, uh, especially the setting girlies. And I totally get it because if you work so long to perfect something, um, I'm sure that that's really unfortunate. Just like if like any sport did that and like especially with like a very niche player, niche skill set. Yeah, it's unfortunate. All right. So key takeaways go to therapy, drink accelerator, and cut off your bitch-ass Your toxic friends. friend. Whether you want to tell them, whether you don't want to tell them, just get them out of there. See ya. Sayonara. See you next week. Bye, Bye. guys.